What's up, everybody? This your boy coming at you for another one. You are not in tune to Ride Along with JG. And we riding right along, man. And uh, today, man, I want to talk about my sickle cell. And, uh, you know, it's just been on my heart to kind of put that out there, you know, tell some stories and some things that we go through as sickle cell patients. And I really want, you know, if you have people in your family or friends who have sickle cell, let them, you know, share the podcast with them. You know, I want them to hear it. I want us to be able to uh, get this thing out to the sickle cell nation and really um, collab on on different things. And uh, I feel like I haven't done enough for my sickle cell community. Um, a part of me, especially when I first got diagnosed, um, denied it. Not necessarily saying that. You know, I did not having it. I just felt like I was not a part of that society um, because of the things I was trying to do in my life and that I were able to do in my life at the time. And um, so, my initial, my first story, if and I, and I don't recall if I've ever told it. I'm sure I've told it in a variation. Um, but the first story I'm going to tell is, is how I got diagnosed or when I got diagnosed. Um, so sit back, relax, hope you enjoy it, share it, like it, love it, hate it, just listen. <laughs> That's all I really want. I want you to listen and then you can you can uh, rate me later. Um, as always, I enjoy the feedback, good, bad, or ugly. Um, I enjoy the feedback because I want to be better and I want to reach a larger audience. So, um sickle cell actually was always a part of my life um my first episode i can remember it being i probably was around three years old maybe three or four years old and um i just remember you know crying and crying and crying and screaming and being delirious and uh, my mom would take me to a doctor. She took me to a few doctors. And the doctors would always say, um, oh, it's just growing pains. I think he's just having growing pains. And so how they described the growing pains were my bones were growing faster than my muscles. So after a while, you know, we began to believe it because... I seem to get taller after every episode. And I would have an episode maybe 10 times a year at that point in time in my life. I won't say 10. I'm exaggerating, but I can't, re- I can't recall the frequencies. Um, I would say at least maybe five times a year. And uh, didn't know what would cause it. I can remember, you know, being in elementary school in probably kindergarten or first grade and uh, I think I was in kindergarten and just sitting in the middle of class I think we might have been in the library and it just started out of nowhere in my arm and I remember going to the clinic and the, and the nurse put ice on it and that made it 10 times worse and uh, I can remember that was the first time I heard that phrase, but I guess I literally was doing it. I remember one of the front office workers was like, oh my God, 
He's screaming like a banshee. And uh, I remember, like, it was like, you got to call his mom. He's got to go home. That poor baby is in there screaming like a banshee. And we don't know what to do with him. So the nurse is like, oh, well, I gave him mice for it. And I was like, it making it, I kept telling her it was making it worse. So the ice making it worse. So they didn't know what was going on. And uh, lo and behold, I, as I got older, um, I grew up in a basketball household. So everybody in my house played basketball. My mama was a high school MVP. My daddy was a street ball legend. My brother grew up through the ranks of street ball and high school ball. And so with me being the, the tallest one in the house, eventually becoming the tallest one in the house, I, of course I had to play basketball as well. But football was my first love. But I became a decent basketball player, and uh, I got picked up two years in a row to play AAU ball. Now, for y'all who don't know what AAU ball is, it's basically just an all-star team. And so my second year, I didn't even get to play a season. Um, my second year playing, I remember going to my first practice, and uh, I had a cold. And so the way that we dealt with colds were we played through them. You know, I can remember my brother always going outside um, when he had a cold and putting on a sweater and going outside and sweating it out, playing basketball. So that's what I did. You know, and I was inside the gym, so I put on a sweater, put on some pants, and went to basketball practice. Well, that lightning killed me. Because come to find out, I didn't have a cold. I had pneumonia. Well, what I had to be a cold was a real bad cold at the time. Um, possibly turned into pneumonia. And so um, after a few days being to the house and not knowing that it was pneumonia, um, I couldn't hold nothing down. So then I thought it was the flu. Couldn't hold nothing down. And my body just was hurting like crazy, went into a, a sickle cell crisis, not knowing what was going on. And so uh, my mom, you know what? That wasn't even when I got that. Yeah, it was. So my mom took me to the hospital, and uh, we went to North Florida. So she, I guess she felt like at that point in time, chance was going to take too long. North Florida kind of took too long that night. But we went to North Florida, and they started running tests, and they started giving me stuff for, you know, antibiotics and things like that, and getting ready to do a CAT scan on me. I couldn't hold on to die. It was so nasty. And uh, they came back in. It was like, so y'all do know he has sickle cell, right? And I can remember that moment. My mama was holding my hand already, and she was kind of rubbing me. And, you know, I'm already in tears, you know, but I had kind of soothed. I had that kind of calmed down some. And uh, so then I'm just kind of laying there, still kind of sniffling from the pain and kind of crying a little bit. And uh, when they came in and said that, it was like me and my mama gave each other a quick look. And then we both turned our head opposite of each other and started crying. My crying lasted all the three seconds. 
because I turned back around and I said, wait, can I still play football? That was all I was worried about. I needed to know because this is my eighth grade year. I'm getting ready to go to high school football and didn't get to play my eighth grade year, uh, mainly probably because of grades. And so, um, you know, my mama just didn't cap about grades. Like, if you if you was making D's and C's, you wasn't finna be playing no ball. So, um, my mama was like, boy, don't worry about that right now. Worry about getting better. You know, and she said it with the love of her heart. And uh, she kind of laughed it off or whatever. And so, I gave her comfort and me worrying about playing football, I feel. And, uh, you know, I know she was trying her best not to let me see her cry because that would have just brought me down even further. You know, but I, you know, I always think about that moment because we were both trying to be strong for one another in that moment. Here it is, I'm the one that's got to deal with it and live with it. You know, and I'm trying to be strong for my mama so that she don't have to worry about me having it. And um, she's trying to be strong for me so she don't bring my spirits down or, you know, make me feel as though my life is over. And so she was like, just don't worry about that right now. So I was like, Ma, I got to worry about it. That's it's my passion. That's how I'm going to get you a new house one day. You know, and so, um, and that's another story for another time, but, uh, needless to say, I didn't get my mama a new house, but, uh, so, yeah, I got diagnosed at 14 years old, man, so all this time that I was in pain and trying to take over-the-counter medications for the pain, and, of course, they didn't work, you know, I always felt like a burden, you know. I never wanted to be anybody's burden. Even at, you know, vividly, at about six or seven years old, I could start to determine the burden that I was becoming, being sick. And uh, some of that came from my older brother, who, of course, was a kid himself and didn't understand even though he was six years older than me he didn't understand he would always try to get me to go outside and play ball with him and uh one of the reasons i didn't like going outside and playing ball with my brother was because he never let me just play he always had to teach and that's why he's a teacher today even though he you know he had his feelings about teaching my brother is a terrific teacher and uh he's just that's just always been him he's always been a teacher so, I find myself doing the same things. And, uh, you know, but I, I I can't go to the classroom like my brother. But he's outside. He's a PE coach. He's outside. So, when I was doing some type of teaching, I was inside. And I can't take it. And I had high schoolers. So, I can't take it. You know, but he was made for this. You know, he was made for it. But anyway, like, there were times where, you know, I would be sick. And at that time, being young and not knowing what was going on with me, nobody knew what was going on with me. You know, my mother was like, oh, you faking, man. You a punk. You a punk. <laughs> so I've always been a people pleaser in that sense of 
I don't want to let nobody down, you know. And again, I never fought on my brother for nothing like that. He didn't know what was going on. I didn't even know what was going on. All I knew was that my body was hurting. And uh, you just get to a point, man, where you feel like you don't want to be a burden to people. Because it's something that nobody else could deal with. You know, and people real deal try to help you out. You know, they try to do certain things for you to help you, you know, get over what you're going through. But it's hard. You know, it's, it's a difficult task to ask somebody to be a part of, you know, and, and probably one of the reasons why I'm not married at the moment, you know, or even in a relationship because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm a burden to them. You know, I just don't want that feeling. I don't want that pressure. You know, so I date around, you know. Well, that's pretty much it, man. I don't, I don't cause any burdens on nobody. But um, that's pretty much it, man. That's my story for the day. Um, I'm sorry I sound kind of somber, but it's all because I got a bad tooth. And I'm having to deal with that. So I apologize for the somberness. But we'll get it together. Um, I love y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And uh, please share and like it. Peace out.